0: Hello and welcome to the Seville Productions Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Rupert McConnick, founder and EP at Seville Productions. I'm delighted today to have two guests on from WeTransfer, Tara Gutamu, Brand Strategy Director at WeTransfer, and Matt Skibiak, Creative Director at WeTransfer. Welcome, both of you. How are you today? Good,
1: thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us on. So just j-
0: jumping in, really, tell us a little bit about your background uh, before we transfer. This is obviously for both of you, so maybe Tara first.
2: Sure, definitely. So I started my career in creative ad agencies. So I first worked at TBA, TBWA, Shiat Day in New York City, uh, working on a lot of global brands uh, doing positioning work and campaign work. And then I moved on to Anomaly, uh, which is also a creative ad agency. They're a bit more known for um, solving business problems and not just creative work. Um, And there I worked on brands like Google, Converse, uh, Johnny Walker. But I also built a cannabis brand from scratch called uh, Dosist with a small team, which was a really cool mix of, you know, going from building really big global brands uh, to small brands with zero awareness.
1: Cool. Yeah, I started same thing, my career working in advertising. I am a copywriter by trade. I worked at Widening Kennedy in Portland. That's where I started things off. And Um, I was there for maybe about like five and a half years, something like that, before moving to their Shanghai office, where I was the creative director for Nike for um, a little over two years. After that, I moved to Richmond, Virginia, where I currently live. Um, And I was working at another ad agency there. Um, It's slightly newer. It's five, six years old. It's called Arts and Letters Creative Company. And there I was creative directing um, various different Google accounts over those two years. So from Pixel to Chromebook to Google TV um, and Tito's Vodka. And then um, I wanted a little bit of a change. And that's how I ended up here. So what drew you
0: both to WeTransfer as an organization?
1: So I remember years ago when I was at Widening Kennedy, I remember there was some sort of presentation or some talk. And I remember it was about various brands Um, getting into, I think what they call like the content game. Um, I don't exactly remember the phrase of it, but it was kind of, it was, it was really about developing their own content. And that was something that I had always really been interested in um, and trying to find ways of making ads that, that people engaged with. And so instead of trying to make work that interrupted people's lives, I wanted to create something that people sought out. It was just, I it was kind of lucky. I was ready to leave. And then WeTransfer reached out And that was kind of a, I remember when, when, when I first started talking to them. I remember that conversation that I'd had with people at Widening Kennedy. And I thought, well, this kind of feels like an interesting sort of place to try. And, and, and specifically when it came to like working at a, at a client, I think what really made me gravitate towards this, as opposed to continuing to work in the agency world was wanting to work at a client where creativity is clearly in the company's DNA. Um, And I think, Because of that, you know, the process of making work is always going to be hard. But as long as everyone generally has the same like North Star, then I think that process is um, is worth going on. There's hope, at least. And Sarah?
2: Yeah, I had had a similar experience to Matt that in meetings, whenever we would talk about content marketing uh, at ad agencies, WeTransfer always came up as really a best-in-class example through the WePresent platform, which commissions uh, art from all over the world. And so they were on my radar for that reason. I was also interested in actually moving to Amsterdam uh, and WeTransfer is based in Amsterdam. So I was looking into Dutch companies I really love that I feel like Amsterdam has a creative bone uh, and a willing to take risks that uh, you don't always see in American corporations. So I was attracted to it just for, because it was a Dutch company. Um, and then lastly, there's very few B corporations uh, in the tech space and WeTransfer is one of them. So I was very attracted to the idea of working at a brand uh, that balances Purpose and profit, and wanted to you know work with people that believe that creativity really could solve some of the world's challenges, and they you know they they walk the talk in a very real way. So it was a no-brainer for me. That's
0: cool. This is a question for Tara. Tell us about WeTransfer, purpose, and how this that connects to its ESG work.
2: Absolutely. So WeTransfer is a file sharing platform, uh, but we're we're so much more than that because we were really built by creatives for creatives uh, with the belief that when you bring momentum to ideas, those ideas can get made and in ideas can incite change. So, you know, as creatives ourselves, we know that ideas are very fragile things. They have a lot of enemies to being made, whether it's resources or your home life or a client or what have you, but it's actually ideas uh, that, you know, like every every change needs, needs an idea uh, to get moving. And so as a company, it's really our purpose to help those ideas uh, gain and keep momentum, both very literally through the act of sending files, but also through all the uh, social responsibility work we do, whether it's donating 30% of our ad space uh, to creatives to help them get exposure, or we have something called the Supporting Act Foundation, which gives grants to emerging artists to help get their career off the ground. Or we don't think of it as, uh, you know, social responsibility, but. Our arts platform we present has commissioned work from over a thousand creatives uh, across 120 countries, and that really is important creative work that they're commissioning because it often puts you in the shoes of people's perspectives that don't get uh, a loud enough voice. So all those all those things combined are really just backed by the by the belief that uh, when you bring momentum to ideas, uh, you can help solve some of the world's challenges because. Ideas, creative ideas, is what uh, equals solutions.
0: Wonderful. So, so do you believe brands have a, a, a responsibility to contribute to, to social impact and ESG work?
2: You know, I mean, I think they don't have a responsibility to do so, but if they want to be a successful company, they better they better do it. You know, uh, I don't think a company in today's world can be competitive or attract. Talent that wants to work at that company without being a good citizen themselves. Uh, And I also think any brand that wants to be in the brand storytelling space better be doing a lot of brand actions uh, that are worth telling stories about uh, because it's very hard to tell a meaningful, uh, interesting story if your company's culture is, you know, rotten or not in the right place, or, you know, you want to stand for something but you're not doing any action that actually uh, supports that community. Uh, So so for that reason, I think it's very important. And I think that consumers will definitely vote with their wallets uh, and you know you have to have a great product but if two products are the same uh people are going to pick the one that reflects their values and especially in our category that is occasionally you know more of like a business to business type thing where where corporations are using we transfer and people are less price sensitive they're definitely going to choose a company that aligns with uh what their company too stands for so you know they want a suite of organizations that they work with uh when it comes to social responsibility, so I think we'll only get more important versus less
0: so so Matt, tell us about the long goodbye and why we transfer is invested in the the themes of the project.
1: The long goodbye was a was a project that began a few years ago um it took a little took a little while for that to actually obviously happen, but I think to to kind of sort of echo a little bit of what Tara was saying, I think you know, WeTransfer has always been a sort of a platform for artists to get their work out there. And um, like Tara said, from a from a literal standpoint of, a, of a, being a file sharing company and, and, a, and a place that makes it really easy for people to share an idea from from point A to point B, to the fact that um, from its very early days, its wallpaper has been um, a, a place for artists to showcase their work. We present has been a place to to commission that work. And I think the, you know, the the project with Riz Ahmed was 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 part of that sort of that tail end of it of of wanting to commission work and give artists a platform to say something that was meaningful to them. And there's there's a really interesting interview that I remember hearing with Riz Ahmed where he talked about this project and when it first started coming about, and we Trans were saying that they wanted to do something with with Riz Ahmed and, and he thought, well, I have this project that I want to do, but there's no way in hell these guys are going to want to do it. And so he shared the script uh, knowing full well that it was, you know, a risky proposition for any brand to do. And so he, the way he described it was essentially he dared we transfer to approve this and, and he shared the, the, the film for it. And uh, in his words, he said, we transfer dared him back. And they said, yeah, we want to do this. And I think that, that, speaks a lot to um to what we transfer is and i I think it's it's really um it's not about putting the product or the brand front and center in there it really is about being true to who they are as a as a as a company of, of wanting to be a platform for artists to say what it is they want that they want to say in a way that however they want to say it
0: that's great so why should brands be investing in various forms of storytelling that's a question for Tara or Matt
2: or both. I'm happy to start. A key shift in our industry is from brand advertising to brand entertainment. And it's because, you know, people hate ads, <laughs> hate to admit it from someone with an advertising background, but people work really hard to avoid advertising. And they, on the other hand, uh, like entertainment and they make an effort to consume it, whether it's subscribing to streamers or just, you know, scrolling content on their phone uh, for two hours every night before bed. So I think there's 100% a place for ads still. You need to tell people about product features or stay top of mind or what have you. But if a brand really wants to form a relationship with consumers and create like long-term loyalty, the type of creative work that can connect is entertaining and there's room to do more long-form storytelling uh, and it's such a power a powerful tool to really shift perception about what your brand is I think the other thing worth mentioning there is like a great. Piece of brand storytelling should not be like a ninety-minute commercial. You know, it's not a documentary about like the founder or a series like riddled with like product placements. It's really just an expression of like shared values between your target audience and the brand, which is why we commission work that that is that um, that just represents the the power of an idea and brings it to life. Because you know, we believe that creativity for creativity's sake is, is what helps humans connect, uh, and solve problems together.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's like the difference between an interruption versus an invitation. And, and I think, you know, advertising is an interruption. You're watching a, you're watching a TV show, you're watching a game, or you're sitting in the subway and you're being interrupted by an ad, um, versus creating something that people actually want to seek out. And I think for me, it started, I mean, It's not necessarily a novel thought anymore, but shortly after I kind of first started, I remember talking to a director once about, we were on a commercial shoot and I was asking him whether he wanted to ever make films and he said no, he liked the challenge of making ads, but he said, you know, if ever I were to make an ad, um, I would want to make an ad like my favorite ad of all time, which was the Lego movie. And I remember that was kind of a sort of like, you know, again, this was like over 10 years ago or whatever, but it was an aha moment where I thought, oh, yeah, you're right. That is an ad. And so since then, you know, you kind of see that sort of stuff coming about, like the the defiant ones, <laughs> whether it is or not, feels like a really great ad for, for Apple Music and Beats by Dre. Um, and and I think, yeah, it's it it really is th- that sort of storytelling is a great opportunity for a company to tell its brand story and or showcase its point of view out into the world in a way that people actually care about um, and and doesn't feel like they're being sold to. It's an opportunity also for a brand not to necessarily sell.
0: And um, both of you tra- transitioned from agencies to in-house teams. Tell us about the positives
1: and negatives of these very different roles. From my perspective, the, <laughs> the positive is just the, at least if we transfer, there are far fewer layers. It kind of hit me, honestly, in my like first week here. We were sitting in a meeting, and the CCO was there, and the CMO was there, and we are trying to figure out what the strategy was for the next year. And I think normally being a creative at an ad agency, you or a creative director at an ad agency. You kind of are used to all these decisions being made at the top of the mountain, and then the message gets trickled down to you. And then you have to work your way up the mountain. And suddenly, I found myself sitting near the top of the mountain and being able to affect the decisions that would ultimately affect the creative work and that was exciting it was empowering it was fun because then at the same time as well if you have an idea and you know how you i mean you you can directly message whoever you need to to try to get that idea made and and I think that that really is like a a, a fundamental difference between working at a at an agency versus an in house place at least do we transfer i mean obviously they clients that are in-house that are massive in-house agencies I'm sure there's there are many layers but um, at least here it's been it's been exciting in that sense
2: I couldn't agree more. I remember when I was at TBWA we had someone who came from Deloitte and they very much thought like someone who was from Deloitte and they did an audit on all the can winning ads from that year and like eighty percent of them were proactive ideas from creative teams. Proactive ideas I feel like always uh, can can push boundaries and 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 be braver. And when you're in-house, you have such a better pulse on the type of proactive thinking the company needs because you're helping, you know, sit in those meetings, shaping that strategy. So the opportunity to be proactive feels much bigger in-house. And the project that Matt and I just wrapped up, which is a uh, fully integrated campaign with the musical artist uh, Jungle, where we created like a first of its kind uh collaboration, music video, et cetera, was proactive, for example. So it's given us opportunity to think really differently.
0: Wonderful. So what are some of the upcoming projects we transfer are doing that you're excited about? Maybe you can't talk about them, but
1: <laughs> yeah, the the main one is this project with Jungle that has already kind of, I mean it's definitely announced and it's and it's starting, it's already in the world there, we've we produced their entire visual album. And so they, they made a music video for every one of their, uh, every one of the tracks on their upcoming album, which is, I think their fourth album. So we produced all of those. Um, and we're, we're working with them as part of a sort of like larger brand campaign and, um, and, and building a really a campaign kind of around the hype of, of, um, promoting that album. And it's culminating in a, in an exciting, Uh, interactive music video that we're, that we're going to release in a couple months. And I mean, that's really, that's been a big, it's been a massive project. That's kind of been about like six months in the making. Um, But it's been, it's been incredibly exciting and, and uncharted territory, which is, which is always very exciting. And then I think that sort of partnership is something that we are talking about exploring or we're exploring with other artists as well and creators and brands and wanting to kind of really, really showcase the fact that WeTransfer can be more than just like a, a specific file sharing site, but is actually a distribution platform for anyone who has something that they want to release directly to fans in, in a fun, exciting way. Wonderful. And, and what, what's the fu- what do you feel the, the future of WeTransfer is? What do you think uh,
0: as a company?
2: I think we transfer is really going to be a tool that is helping uh, creators connect directly with their fans. And so, if you look at like big macro trends around, you know, blockchain and Web three, it's all about people wanting more control and power over their work, their money, what have you. Uh, and if you're a content creator, you know, you want opportunities to interact directly with fans and not have to go through so many layers and streamers and, and lose a cut of your income every time. So as, as more people try to make money from creating content and doing the things they love, uh, our hope is that we transfer is an essential ingredient into helping them distribute that content directly to fans.
0: So, so Matt, have you any, any thoughts on the 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 WeTransfer, the future of WeTransfer?
1: No, I mean, I, I honestly think Tara said it perfectly. I think it it really is. It's 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 moving us beyond just kind of being a single file sharing platform, and um, you know, from from a one a one to one angle to a one to many angle, and and I think that that's something that. Really what we're excited about the Jungle campaign, but also just our future partnerships that we're looking at is an opportunity to kind of showcase it, right? Not just create advertising that says these things, but to actually show that it's happening. And this is how you can use it. This is how you can use WeTransfer. This is how you can release something to directly to your fans. Wonderful. So Tara, Matt,
0: thank you very much for joining. It's been wonderful to have you both on. And um, it's been very educational. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Seville Productions Purpose Podcast. Learn more about Seville Productions and our work in the purpose and sponsored entertainment space at www.sevilleproductions.com.